Welcome to episode 186 of Podcateers. This week I'm joined by Disney for two, AJ and BJ. Just like the last couple of episodes, they were helping me test a new audio setup and even though we had this list of possible topics, we just kind of ended up chatting about some of the changes in the park and some of the things we liked and didn't like, like at Cove Bar and a couple of other places. Uh, we ended up talking about the Haunted Mansion animated series that almost was, and some ideas spawned that I think are going to be some great episodes in the future. Uh, it was a fun conversation, and we hope that you guys enjoy it. And as always, if you guys have any comments, feel free to leave them in the blog post for the episode over at podcateers.com slash 186, or on the Facebook or Instagram posts. You know, I wanted to say this the last episode, but forgot to include it in the intro. But Happy New Year to our friends over at the Die Hard Disney Nuts Facebook group. I hope everyone is starting off 2018 on a happy note. A huge shout out goes out to the FGP squad, our fairy godparents, for their support in making this episode possible. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 per month by going over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information and a link to sign up via Patreon. Plus, if you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 per month, you will also get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. The next time you need to buy something on Amazon, keep us in mind and start your journey by going to podcateers.com Amazon. On that page, you will find a big Amazon button that you can click on, which will take you over to Amazon's page using our special referral link. And if you buy something on that trip, we may get a small commission from that purchase. To everyone that's taking the time to do a couple of extra clicks, thank you guys. We really appreciate that support. On the interwebs, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Just search for Podcateers. We would truly appreciate you following, liking, subscribing, telling your friends about us. And that's it. Let's get this episode started. This is episode 186 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. We're a group of friends that loves Disney, technology, art, food, and more. This is Podcateers. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Happy Year, New Hazen. Year. So, officially, Happy New Year for the podcast because we've seen each other in person, yes. but you guys haven't been on the podcast in 2018, so Happy Podcast New Year. Oh my god, hey. it's been so Yay. long. It's been good so to be long, back. Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> I miss well, you. you guys are world travelers. I miss you too, buddy. Uh, like you guys are world travelers. <laughs> Houston's pretty close. Houston? Still. Well, that's where I was for New but, Year's. But Orlando, oh yes, that's much farther. <laughs> Very true. You that, take a plane much to farther. get there. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Who's in those planes? Are the, remember? Yeah. It's like what is that train in the in the air? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will continue to take trains because Walt would have wanted it that way. Oh. Walt loved trains, so Pretty I'll take a train. Sure. <laughs> That's not <laughs> pretty sure he had to take a plane when he uh, <laughs> went down south. And, oh, uh, yeah. You know. Walton El Grupo. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Probably took a train. <laughs> I'm sure there's file footage of him taking the train. That's funny. Right. <laughs> so what do you guys do for New Year's? I know I asked Gavin and Melissa the last episode, and we figured out that I was the most boring. What do you guys do for New Year's generally? I normally DJ. So usually this, working. this year, or last year, I should say, <laughs> I was in Houston uh, for New Year's Eve. And I called, or I FaceTimed AJ when it was uh, New Year's, the countdown was happening in Houston, which was ours, um, before California. So I was able to FaceTime her while she was at DCA, <laughs> where I was really jealous. Oh, she was slumming yeah, it. Yeah, slumming it. It was so, so bad. She got to, well, <laughs> you, you say what you did. First at Disneyland. <laughs> well, we mostly stayed in DCA throughout the whole day. We had lunch at Carthay Circle, which was very nice. The parks weren't crowded at all. I thought it would be way worse than it was, but it was really nice and got to um, see the fireworks at 9 p.m. when we wished a Happy New Year to the East Coast. And then we rang in the New Year at DCA with fireworks and fountains, I think it was called, Um, the fireworks show. Wait, at DCA. So you said Happy New Year's mm-hmm. or Happy New Year. I don't, it's so weird when you say Happy New Year's. You said Happy New Year three times. Yeah, three times. So <laughs> 9 p.m. for East Coast, 10 p.m. for with me you, in Houston, and then, and then actually midnight. <laughs> I'm so surprised just, you didn't call Hawaii. So, <laughs> so it technically was years. Know, for AJ, it was years. It was yeah. Happy New Year's. years. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. I definitely suggest going, especially to Disney California Adventure, if you can, for New Year's Eve. And it was really, really awesome. I thought it was really fun and not crowded. But it's not ticketed, though, right? Because peons like me don't have a pass that allows them into the park the last two weeks of December. You would have to have a ticket. So unless you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody or you buy a one-day passport... Would be well, the only way to get in, right? for AJ, um, <laughs> D23 <laughs> bought the ticket for her. It's very true. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Hashtag animation panel, never forget. <laughs> See, oh, he forgot. Yeah. That's, <laughs> let's, let's, never, let's never go back Best and talk about ever. that. So um, we, yeah. Oh, I see. So you use the ticket from that Correct, to get in. Yes, because it's New Year's. technically a peak ticket that they gave us. Got it. In lieu of the debacle that happened at D23 with the animation panel. <laughs> yeah. So it was Never really forget. nice. For those of you that are new to the podcast, last year at D23, we tried to go on Friday to the animation panel because we wanted to hear about all the new stuff coming out and, uh, they kind of screwed up the amount of people that could come into the theater to see the panel. <clears throat> and we waited for, I would say, what, five was, hours, six hours really outside waiting? Long. I don't think it was five hours. But because it was a after long the time. first panel came out, like our friends went back in and they were in the second staging area that was a guaranteed spot. So I think it was maybe three hours that they waited Okay, for well, by the it was end long. of everything for the podcast, for it was nine hours okay. that we waited. <laughs> <laughs> no. The heater was on. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> the one bathroom stall was working. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but it was a really long time and we weren't able to do anything else that day. At least I wasn't. Some people ended up getting a refund for the day and going home. Some people were just left because they were so frustrated. And we waited because they were telling us that they were going to try to compensate us for what happened. And a lot of us ended up getting a free one-day ticket to the parks. Uh, I don't think it was a park hopper, was it? I haven't seen it in a while. I, I put it away, it and I haven't hopper. really it's seen it. It's a park hopper. It is. I was I was able to park hop with it on New Year's Eve. Nice. So yeah, I know that it expires like July of 2019 or something. So I don't know exactly what yeah. I'm going to use it for, but considering I only have one, and I didn't have one for Lynette or for the kids, I don't think she would have been too happy if I went bad. without her. <laughs> well, then at least it saves right you back. one ticket if you buy tickets. True. That's very true. Do you guys ever watch so, the the Rose Parade like the next morning? I tried to. Um, actually, I recorded it. I just haven't gone around to actually watching the full thing. But I usually like to watch it. And um, my mom is actually one of the volunteers, one of the white coats out there. So does, it's a lot of fun. Does she also do the decoration or is she just one of the like the people guiding at the event? Uh, she does both. She was actually with you um I think you guys, when you guys were um, decorating last year's float for yeah. City of Hope, mm -hmm. um, she was there same time. And I thought you guys would run into each other, but obviously you guys don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what my mom looks like. But. <laughs> but yeah, she was there. This year, uh, there was a, I'm going to call it a miscommunication. And we were not given the information needed so that we could be a part of the float decorating. So that just kind of went by and I was sad because I was really looking forward to doing it. But next year, I'm going to start or for the end of this year, I guess for 2018, I'm going to do some research to see what it takes for us to do like a Team Boat Willy like version of the volunteer. So then instead of doing it, uh, like I do it through City of Hope because, you know, I work there, but I want to see if we can get like a Team Boat Willy set of passes so that we can all go do like a team thing together. I think it'll be fun. I don't know how many people yeah. would actually join us, but I think it would be super fun. Great idea. We're down. We are. <laughs> I just He's like, I gotta work. Look ever. You don't. I remember the you stories don't go of, on New Year's Eve, like. I know, but I'm just saying. I remember the stories from uh, your mom and Hazen last year. Didn't you guys have to like knit, like pick up the little tiniest That's flowers and everything is. let me That's tell what you it something. takes to it make was... these beautiful floats babe. no and yeah they're beautiful but my hands get sore very easily <laughs> oh. okay diva well, you, you don't have to go be... i'm in hazen <laughs> you can be one of the people that sits there and brushes the glue while somebody throws the little flowers onto the float there you go i'll done i'm i want to be that guy and that's Jakey. helping it's about the camaraderie vj no i'm all for it but in all honesty like i'm getting these procedures done on my arms i can't feel anything it's all numb so 
All right, AJ. So it looks like it's uh, us and the whatever group decides to join us. Then, yeah. I guess VJ will drive you there and wait in the car, right? I'll be your guys' biggest cheerleader. You can be the the coffee guy. I'll be the LETS. <gasps> yes. I'm gonna be a be PA. the coffee guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, coffee you don't want to. Oh you want to yes. do the hard work. You can at least get the coffee. Mm. What's my motto? <laughs> work smarter, not harder. <laughs> I thought your motto was bring everybody coffee. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> what day is it? It changes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I, I recorded it as well. I haven't seen the entire thing yet, but the one thing that I did notice was that Disney did not have a float this year. Oh, it did uh, oh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, I was not know last, that. Damn, sorry. Oh, well, we didn't watch it yet. So. Yeah. yeah, so the last one that they did 60th? was the one for, yeah, the 60th celebration. I don't know if I just missed it, but I kind of fast-forwarded through the whole thing just to see it all the way through. But I don't remember seeing a float for Disney this year. That's crazy. And I was curious because for uh, on New Year's Day, we ended up posting something on our Instagram account about some of the Grand Marshals that Disney has had over the years. And... Uh, obviously, Walt Disney was one of the Grand Marshals. I didn't realize that he was the Grand Marshal December, uh, or December January mm. 1st, 1966, which is also the year that he passed right. away. So it was nice that he at least had a chance to be a Grand Marshal. He rode with Mickey. Uh, throughout the years, there have been other Disney personalities that have been there. Uh, like in, in 1996, Kermit was a Grand Marshal. Uh, Walt's nephew, Roy E. Disney, was a Grand Marshal. Uh, 2000, that's when he was the head of Walt Disney Animation. In 2005, Mickey uh, was the Grand Marshal by himself. He didn't ride with anybody. So he already has three appearances. Hmm. And in 2007, George Lucas Who's that? was the Grand Marshal. <laughs> Some guy that wrote some <laughs> films about some like space and, and stars and, and stuff like that. He's on know. one today. Oh no! Somebody give him like candy or something to pep him up. He, we just <laughs> ate, so it's not like he's hangry. I don't know what is going on. Here. I'm not hangry. <laughs> I know. It's called sarcasm. Well, sarcasm. <laughs> wait. So when you mention um, with Walt, is that the last picture that we see no. with Mickey and Walt? No, because it looks like of, they're no, that's they're riding in, front in a car. Of the, yeah, in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Oh, that was inside of the park. There is a photo that uh, if you check our Instagram account, you'll see it. There's a photo of them riding down Colorado yeah, Boulevard. Lincoln Continental, like a Lincoln Continental. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. It kind of looks like it would be the same it, picture, though. Yeah. What you posted looked like it would be a different angle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, that was like Walt's default pose, right? He would right. like stick his hand up in the air and like, that's the future over there. <laughs> Everything the light touches there is. is ours, Mickey. Where's the nearest restroom? Hey, exactly. Right there. There it is. <laughs> Two, finger Two finger point. Never one. Two finger point. That's where it originated. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know what? I went back and I started reading about it because I kept wondering like how many floats Disney has had in the Rose Parade. And I didn't realize that Disney's connection to the Rose Parade started. Uh, it goes all the way back to 1938 when Snow White and the Seven Dwarves had been released. And the thing was that the movie was released in December. So they created this like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves float like 10 days after the film had been released. 
And it was kind of cool because uh, aside from the dwarves themselves, Marge Champion was dressed as Snow White and was featured on the float. Oh, wow. So it was awesome that the the person that modeled for Snow White was also a part of the float. Uh, so then like two years later, they ended up doing another float for Pinocchio, but it wasn't as elaborate as the Snow White one was. And and then World War II happened. So in, there was this time period when they were releasing stuff like Fantasia and Bambi, Saludos, Amigos. That <laughs> didn't get a float. All of those uh, were just kind of you know, on the side. Sometime in the 40s, they did end up creating a couple of floats that featured like Mickey and Donald. Uh, and it wasn't, um, I think in the 50s, uh, there was some sponsorships where like the city of Texas or something was doing some book stuff where the theme was famous books in flowers. And so they they kind of sponsored these floats to look like Snow White and Pinocchio, and they were very heavily modeled as the Disney versions. They didn't resemble the original book versions. In 1960 is when the Rose Queen and her uh, her court, her court, I, I keep wanting to say her entourage, uh, from 1960 and on, every year the Rose Queen and her court have visited Disneyland uh, and then six years later, that's when Walt was uh, a grand marshal. Uh, and then you know they've had other uh, they've had other floats. Like I think for the 25th anniversary for the park, they ended up doing a float that featured a reunion of the Firehouse Five. Oh, okay. The Firehouse Five oh. was kind of the the hook and ladder right. of its time. It's the if you guys have ever walked down Main Street, they're the like the band yeah, that band. plays in front of the firehouse. Still do right now, right? They still do today, yeah. So that was part of Disneyland's 25th anniversary. And then obviously for the 60th anniversary, you know, they've had other floats. But I like the one for the 60th anniversary broke all sorts of records at the time, you know, because it was the longest mm-hmm. float and it had right. so many things Pyro. on there. You had yeah. the star Wars stuff in there. Yeah. It was, it was insane. Yeah, I remember watching that. One. So it, it was crazy. It was this weird rabbit hole of just learning about all the floats and everybody involved. And, uh, it was so interesting. I remember actually seeing the cars land one in, I don't know, back in 2012, 13, I was just looking up pictures of that, and that float was really awesome. Uh, the Rose Parade float for Cars Land, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Uh, I don't think it was as long as the 60th anniversary one. That one didn't necessarily have mm-hmm. pyro, but I think it had, like, smoke that came out from underneath it. Like, the tires would screech or something, and then it had, like, simulated smoke. So it looked like the cars that were, like, cool. burning rubber through Route 66. I think that was part of the concept. So yeah, so that's the history, at least that I've learned. I'm sure that there's all sorts of other stuff that I wasn't able to read in the past few days about Disney's involvement with the Rose Parade. But, you know, I since I've never been a cast member, I know that I won't ever get the opportunity to work on a Rose Parade float for Disney if they ever have one again, which I'm sure they will, especially once Galaxy's Edge opens. What, you think they're going to have another Millennium Falcon one? Yes! Wasn't that part of the float of the 60th? Oh, yeah. Right? Like the end, the caboose or something of their float? Or was it an AT-AT? 
So the 60th anniversary float was three sections. The very front part right. was Queen Elsa's castle because, you know, frozen. The center was Sleeping Beauty Castle, like diamond studded because, you know, 60th anniversary, the diamond celebration. And then the third part of the float was the Star Wars float, which had the Millennium Falcon, Falcon <laughs> according to Harrison Ford. The Millennium Falcon coming like just kind of like yeah. swishing like onto the float, which was pretty rad. So the fact that it was three separate tiny floats making one giant float, like it was like a float train. <laughs> Boom. Disney connection trains. Take it to Florida. It all comes full circle. It was a parade within a parade, to be honest. Remember they had a whole dance number and everything. And as Disney didn't they does. bring all these kids that were dressed up as uh, characters also? Yes. Were there kids there? Aww, like yeah. little princesses? They were on the float. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Oh, little Mulan, walking with the real Mulan. Yeah. So I, I'm going to look into the whole what it takes for us to actually be a part of the decorating committees. And if there's some kind of fee or something involved. I don't think there is, though. I think you just volunteer and you go. Or if anybody out there knows and they want to leave a comment or send us an email to comments at podcasters.com, we would welcome the feedback because... I would love to do like a Team Boat Willie decorating thing. And now that AJ's yeah. on board, maybe you have a year to convince VJ. <laughs> Wish me luck. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be, I'll be the best person to get coffee. Yes. We knew we could count on need, you, buddy. Since we're going to be in Pasadena, Jones Coffee or Coffee Bean. Nah, I'd Jones stick to coffee Jones Coffee. Too. Did you guys get a chance to see the Haunted Mansion trailer that we posted on the Instagram yes. account recently? How awesome is that? When is that coming out? Uh, a quarter to never. <laughs> That's so dumb. Like never. officially never? Well, as far as I know, officially, unofficially, never coming. say never. Yeah, that's the thing. Never say never, right? Never say never. I've been watching oh. American Tale. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I will never say never. <laughs> okay, be bear. <laughs> that went too far. That's too far. Uh, so, Shannon Tyndall, uh, who is the creator of Kubo and the Two Strings great movie apparently is also a like a writer and director for sony and for disney so he works on all these side projects with both companies and one of the uh, proposals that he had put together was this idea for a haunted mansion animated series so he had a small team put together and he wrote two pilots there was the idea of either putting this out as a small mini series, you know, like a, a set amount of episodes, five, six, mm -hmm. seven episodes, and a second pilot that set it up for an ongoing TV series. Last week, we were treated by Shannon Tyndall uh, with this with this trailer for a Haunted Mansion cartoon that was never made. I first saw it, and I just thought to myself. This belongs on Disney XD. Yeah, it definitely does. We're, we're watching the trailer right now. <laughs> Again. Again. We were just watching. We were just, the, I mean, just the animation alone looks really cool. But yeah, there's so many stories that you could possibly tell from Haunted Mansion. Because if there's 999 ghosts, 999 different stories that they could tell. Why the ghost True. is there. Yeah. You know? 
and then how they True. all interact with each other and um, what are the rules for the bathroom that sort of stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they don't worry about that <laughs> yeah i mean considering considering that the haunted mansion doesn't have an actual storyline you know because of how the mansion came to be and that it it came from all these different ideas where it was going to be a walkthrough and then it became you know uh, an attraction with an omnimover and nobody knows if the a pirate is involved right. or just a ship captain or what's the real story with the black widow bride and there's so many things up in the air when it comes to the haunted mansion that every one of those like even if it's not disney canon per se right it leaves it open for all these ghosts to tell their tale like you said there's 999 happy haunts each one of them can tell their story about being in the right. mansion and how they interact i mean look if we have any say in this i would say do it i think it would be a hit and if there's anything that we've learned from some of the changes coming to the parks is that Disney's listening to Pocketeers. <laughs> very true, very true. I'm still waiting for that Wally attraction though. Oh, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> so wait. So uh, watching that um the little trailer you posted, they didn't say anything about like who that girl is or nothing climbing out of the nothing picture with the the ship. Nothing. That's Nada. crazy cuz I'm like who's that? I know. Is that Eddie Murphy's daughter? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> say that. I thought you liked the movie now. No, I said I can tolerate it. <laughs> okay, tolerate. Okay. I said I understand I it. I enjoyed it. I said that I understand it, and I understand how people from that generation that grew up with it see it as like a cult-like classic to them. Because let's face it, the movie's not good, right? But I can see how it was for a core demographic. Right. But man, now that you said it, I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> it's a good um She's good guess. trying to find her dad, dude. There it is. Oh um, man. All ties in with the movie. That would be crazy. The same Yeah, daughter that's in the horrible. Movie? They should not have tied it in with the movie. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I don't mean, know. I enjoyed the movie for what it was worth. I mean, because of the storyline, right? Was that really why you liked it? Yeah, I, I thought it was cool because it was trying to to bring together, you know, a story and the haunted mansion, the story of the haunted mansion. I enjoyed it. And so, and so, Eddie Murphy was your favorite, or Jennifer Tilly was your favorite? What? I'm not saying the characters. It's like the whole them to have a story to create and build off of the story that we all know and love. But we don't even know the story. I think that's why an animated series would work that when I feel like whenever a film is put out for something that's so connected, like the haunted mansion, mm -hmm. like, and, and Gavin kind of argued this too, that when we talked about pirates, pirates of the Caribbean, like even the first one isn't really connected to the attraction all that much. It's kind of its own film, mm -hmm. but they did such a good job and sprinkled Easter eggs in that, I get what he's saying. Like I, I he he kind of made me a believer of that theory, right? That it doesn't have to be about the actual attraction to be a good film. The problem is that Haunted Mansion 
in general was not a very good film. And again, I can tolerate it and I understand who it was geared towards, but I didn't like it. But I can tolerate it. In your opinion. There you go. In my opinion. <laughs> IMO. Hashtag IMO. Hashtag oh, IMO. So yeah, I would totally love to see this Haunted uh, Mansion animated series. And anyone that's listening from Disney, uh, let's do it. I mean, if you guys need me to talk to Bobby or anything to get some kind of green light, let me know. Uh, he's been a little busy, you know, talking to Rupert. But uh, I'm sure that if I send him a quick text message and be like, yo, Bobby, can we make this Haunted Mansion thing happen? He'll be like, yo, Hazen, sup, do it. I would really love for him to say, yo, Hazen. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a good green light, right? I mean, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Disney that's XD right saying. now is just playing a lot of reruns from Gravity Falls. Don't even, because that is the best thing that's ever happened to Disney XD. Hey, I actually caught up, caught up with a lot of the episodes, but I'm just saying, like, they need they something do. to fill it. They can't just keep replaying Gravity Falls. I mean, they could. Don't forget that there's DuckTales now. True. Woo. Have you seen it, AJ? New DuckTales? I've seen a, a couple of episodes. Yeah. Do you like it so far? I, I, I really like it. The only thing that... Um, and I was talking to our friends in Houston, Walt's wardrobe, Megan and Justin. What's up, guys? Shout out. Um, we were talking about it briefly. Shout out. Hashtag <laughs> sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> um... <laughs> We like, uh, we enjoy the episodes or, you know, the, the show, but the only thing is it's hard to um, hear the differences between Huey, Do and Louie. Like, I still can't figure out who's who if I'm just listening, you know, because obviously you could hear Scrooge McDuck with his, his voice and everything. But Huey, Dewey, Louie, it's hard for me to say, oh, okay, which one is talking right now, you know? Oh, interesting. But I love, I love it. I was able to get past that enough that uh, I, I can enjoy it. I like the the series, actually. I think that the stories have been really well written. Mm-hmm. And plus, I'm a huge David Tennant fan because, you know, the 10th Doctor. What's up? <laughs> so uh, I was on board as soon as I found out that David Tennant was on board and he was going to be Scrooge McDuck. This Haunted Mansion series that could have happened, I would have enjoyed it. And I could see, like, all of the... Like the Disney Kingdoms, for instance, right? Like the Figment books, the Big Thunder Mountain books, the Seekers of the Weird books uh, that were released. Like I could see all of those becoming animated series. And I think it would be a wonderful compliment to all of the graphic novels or all of the books that were written for those series. Like what do you guys think? Yeah, and also tying into the attractions too. So what what you're pitching right now? I mean, AJ would love a Figment series right yes i mean i'm there that right there just using your imagination with figment i mean that that series could go everywhere you know oh you could even tie in ducktales to haunted mansion how about if uh scrooge mcduck you know how he has like his kind of like a trophy room of all these different or was it the attic that has everything in it his garage that's it (laughs) that's it it's his garage (laughs) How about if uh, one of the, like the paintings, um, he could go into the painting like in the oh. hallway, just like the girl was coming out of the one in the trailer, you know? And then they could introduce you to a crossover, dude. There you go. Crossover oh, and then man. introduces a whole new line of Haunted Mansion uh, 
TV series. There Donald you go. in the mansion. <laughs> you know what? There's already a crossover. So you are correct because remember during Halloween, uh, Stupid Buddy Studios, which is the animation house or the company responsible for Robot Chicken, Seth yeah, Green's yeah. Uh, company, up. they made or they helped make these animated shorts that included Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby inside of a graveyard, and they met the Hatbox ghost and other, uh, other ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Oh, they created one where Baymax meets the Hatbox I've ghost. I've seen that one. So, that cool. I haven't seen any so of these. So there's already... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's already a crossover. I gotta send you guys a link so you guys can check this out. I seen the Baymax one. That one was cool. So that was a whole series. Like they did that one. They did one with Star and Marco from Star versus the Forces of Evil. They did uh, one with Baymax, and this is this is just like a continued thing because they've done others in the past with them as well. That would have been cool if they just did episodes like that. AJ's gonna watch the Baymax one real quick. <laughs> this is the one I seen. I would think that it would be a lot of work to do stop motion for full episodes, right? But I mean, if they really, <sighs> if they really want to make this series, I'm sure that they would do whatever it takes. Oh, he's <laughs> trying to fix him. Yeah, that's funny. Is that the one where he's like, "It seems like you yeah. have something wrong with <laughs> your he's head." Trying to shake his head out. Yeah. That's funny. Wow. That's good. Those are awesome. So, I don't know. Again, I would love to see a Haunted Mansion, uh, an animated series. And if you guys haven't had a chance to see the trailer that we posted on Instagram, go over to the blog post for this episode over at podcasters.com slash 186. I'll make sure to put the video there so you guys can check it out as well. And uh, I'm sure that the other ones that we're talking about will show up in the suggested videos at the end. If not, I'll do like a video carousel or something so you could just flip through them and see the multiple videos that we're talking about right now, including the DuckTales, Hatbox Ghost, and the Hatbox Ghost, Baymax crossover. And uh, and tell us which one you like the most. Because yeah, I, was gonna I, say, I like the Huey, yeah. Dewey, and Louie, and Webby, and those, the Hatbox Ghost. The Huey, Dewey, and Louie one. Especially when they, they scream and then the mm-hmm. owls. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was too yeah. good. I love the yeah. owls. The owls is like the best part of it. That yeah. should be the new Amazon thing, Javier. <laughs> Every time somebody says Amazon, just the get a woo-hoo. little button and record that uh, woohoo part at the end of there. <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> it's going to be my new Oh my text God, that would be so hilarious. <laughs> It would be annoying real quick, but <laughs> well, guys, today we ended up saying goodbye to Paradise Pier as we know it. And I went yesterday because the idea was to get some photographs, to you know get some video, and properly say goodbye to the pier. Uh, it was super crowded. Apparently, I was not the only one with that idea. I I woke up not feeling great yesterday, so we showed up late. So I got a a little bit of footage. I didn't get as much as I wanted, so I I got a little bit. My idea was to try to do like a time lapse of, you know, Mickey's fun wheel, you know, and the coaster just kind of going by. And, you know, the problem with trying to do a time lapse while you are on the pier, especially when there is a band playing, is that when they start hitting the drums, it vibrates where you're standing. (laughs) And so that time lapse becomes absolutely useless. (laughs) That's what I ran into yesterday. So today, I figured, okay, 
the only thing that I want to do uh, today is I want to ride California Screamin' one last time because that was part of the idea yesterday. And I wanted to do like a video on the coaster so that I, you know, like people could ride along with me like in a YouTube video, right? And the line was 75 minutes or more to get on. And fast passes were wow. gone. Even with Max Pass? Max Pass wasn't available. No, Max. Like all fast okay. passes for the wow. day were gone. That like you had to stand in a line if you wanted to do this. So I decided not to stand in line. I figured, you know what? Tomorrow we'll rope drop. We'll be here in the morning. I'll get a fast pass and then I'll write it. I'll just go stand in line so I could do it twice. Did you make uh, it? Uh, no, we had other things come up at home and we didn't show up to oh. the park until about four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're at the park today. Yes. So we went again. Well. How do you guys feel about all the changes that are coming uh, for the coaster and then uh, Pixar Pier. Uh, I think we've talked a little bit about this before, but in general, what are your thoughts now? Let's see. I'm very excited to see what else um, Disney has in store, you know, for the new Pixar Pier. I'm excited for hopefully a new food items and new food locations. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm excited to see something new. I mean, Disney California Adventure has gone through a lot of changes, and you know, this is just another one of them. I'm excited to see it. What about you, Vijay? I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the change, just because. I mean, besides Screaming and Toy Story, that other half of the piers not really used very well, you know. Yeah. But just a, and I mean, you had mentioned it too that Walt didn't like the idea of a whole. Uh, what you call it? Um, the pier scene. Pier type, uh, yeah. So, so that's. I mean, even though it's still gonna be there. I mean, Mickey on the fun wheel is still gonna be there, right? That's not changing. Yeah. Just maybe colors or something, or the car. The cars are gonna be how does painted that, differently. How does that still work though with like the Pixar theme? You know, I I've been fairly vocal about this, and when people ask me what I think about you know, the changes coming to Paradise Pier and and how it's becoming Pixar Pier. I love it, first of all. I'm very excited. I love the fact that they're, you know, just giving new life to that area. Because like you said, that back Mm -hmm. part is just, you know, you have a few midway games and it it seems like a carnival at a park or a church, right? It doesn't seem like a theme park, really. And uh, I love that they're breathing new life into it, but... There, me personally, I think that there is no need to have Mickey Mouse on the fun wheel. And I know that is not a popular thing to say, but if you are retheming the entire area Pixar Pier, that should be a Luxo ball. Yeah, that's what I thought it would be. It would be yeah. a Luxo ball for sure. That's probably the only thing that I would say I would change. Uh, all the changes that are coming, like all the new concept art looks really good. I just want, or me and AJ want to know what the new menu is going to be like at mm-hmm. that new lounge. We're so oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you weren't a big fan of the Cove Bar menu, were you? Because Cove Bar is going away for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how you were there today, being its quote-unquote last, last day. day. But then it's going to reopen in, what, mid-March? April, until uh, I, think. I think April. I think it's yeah. going to have like a mini reopening when Pixar Fest kicks off. 
Right. And then so, it'll close again and then reopen yes. this new branded right. restaurant, lounge, right. whichever, in when? June? Summer. Uh, summer. <laughs> summer. Summer. <laughs> in summer. <laughs> so we, I mean, the drinks were, were good. Melrose. Shout out to the Melrose. <laughs> That's AJ's drink. That right was there. my favorite hidden menu drink, and hopefully they can still make something like it because it's pretty awesome. And we at used this to moment be big that fans. drink is shouting out right back at you. By the way, <laughs> that drink is like, what's we, up, AJ? You the best. We used to be big um, fans of Cove Bar, um, and before the lobster nachos were really good, but for me. Personally, and that yeah, the size used to be really big, and it was great for sharing. You could eat, and I love the lobster nachos, and AJ likes getting chicken nachos. So yeah, if I would order the lobster nachos, and then uh, AJ wants chicken, they would split the lobster nachos into two plates. So then one would be chicken, one would be lobster, and then it would still be a big portion. But then what? Maybe a year ago, they did the plate conversion. And then it's a smaller, it's not as many, um, or it's not as big of an entree portion anymore. So it was, for, and it was more money. They charged more money and you got less now. So that was number one. I was like, ah. And it's not really lobster. It's langoustine. What? Which is? Yeah, like a little, it's like a crawfish. Oh. It's not really lobster. I don't know. Like the lobster sandwich that you would get at, um... And Disneyland was real lobster. Harbor Galley? Yeah, at Harbor Galley. The one at Harbor Galley? Mm-hmm. But here I'm like, why is it why is it called lobster nachos, yeah. but you don't even use real lobster? But towards the end, it Can got I just a, tell a little you? fishy, too. Yes, I will agree with that fishiness, because we actually had, we called it the surf and turf uh, nachos on New Year's Eve. We had half lobster and half of the steak nachos, and it was just so fishy. You know, of course, I know you're having lobster, you're having fish, you're having something from the sea, but you don't want to straight up feel like you're drowning in the ocean when you're eating it. And it was pretty fishy. Yeah. You guys know this. Yeah. I've never had the lobster nachos. And <laughs> I wonder why. I, well, I mean, look, part of the reason I've never had them is because I'm technically allergic to shellfish. Technically. But that's never really stopped me before because, you know, I'm of Mexican descent and ceviche is a thing that our family eats a lot. And so I've figured that as long as I have some kind of Benadryl or something around me, I can eat shellfish because, look, I need to train my body to take it. <laughs> and so How's little by little, uh, fairly well, I think. <laughs> fairly well because I can have some shellfish and not die. So that's, I mean, that's a positive. <laughs> that's, right? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I do regret never having eaten the lobster nachos, especially before there was a 17-hour line to get into right. Cove Bar. Uh, I'm sure that once it reopens, there's going to be tons of photos on Instagram about, I'm here for the reopening, and I'm here for the closing right. again. And then, obviously, when it gets rebranded, we're going to see all of that again. Uh, I'm hoping that at least some of the items, like AJ said, that I hope some of the drinks are taken either to Carthay Circle or, you know, in other areas like the Trattoria, 
was one of the areas that was rumored to be getting some of the drinks, like the secret menu drinks from Cove Bar. At least, I don't know if it's just in the absence of the area or if it's just going to be something that's offered there all the Ooh. time now. Shout out. But that would be nice. Shout out to Wine Country Trattoria. Best shrimp scampi. Fresh <laughs> pasta made in house. Did they really make the pasta there? It is so bomb. It is yeah. so good. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, That's like BJ's go-to pasta place. Okay, well, remind me next time yeah, we're in the park so we can yeah, go. Yeah, it's one of my... Well, really? he, he can't get the the shrimp scampi, but he can get something else and then With just the, have the pasta. The noodles, yeah, yeah. The, those noodles. Correction. Correction. I sure can. Just let me know in advance yeah. so I can take so stuff with the, me so that I can okay. have the shrimp scampi. Ready, we'll have the ready pen, and waiting. An EpiPen and some Benadryl exactly. on hand. Um, but... Yes, I'll be <laughs> Going totally back to okay. Bart, though, I'm um, sorry, headphone. Um, this is real talk now. I'm gonna clap my hands. Real talk. Uh oh. With Cove Bar, um, I'm from a restaurant standpoint, and because because I work at a restaurant also, I I'm just hoping, crossing my fingers, that um, the way it was managed on um, how servers were there how many bartenders uh bussers just the way it was there was way too many hosts working for such a small area at one time i went there were nine different hosts two bussers one for each section and then there were servers which you know there were fine bartenders like four behind the bar but i was like why are there so many freaking hosts here all standing there you know not doing anything um so I thought the way they they have people scheduled there is a little weird. And then one of our last experiences over there was just so horrible that it sucks as a cons- like a guest coming in there, where you know like we've had so many great great days at Cove Bar, great experiences. But then the menu changed, and then the services was kind of getting a little. Lackluster. Yeah, very, very lackluster. Shout out to Michael. <laughs> Did you mention that on the last? No, I don't think I've ever mentioned this to oh, <laughs> on, on an episode on the podcast. No, okay. to Hazen. Have I told you about our last experience over there? You've told yeah, me. I'm about not going to talk it. about. Yeah, it, but, but you had never talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but now that it's closing, well, he's totally okay with story, it. Maybe if you get, yeah, if you ever see me at the park and get me a yeah, drink, maybe I'll there tell you. Go. <laughs> but um, story time. But. I mean, it's no matter where you go, like, I don't know how many times I've been to different places in Orange County where I love the place, but then just one bad experience can just taint everything, you know? You could be going there for your whole life for 10 years, and then one bad experience, you're like, nope, never going back there again. And that's how Cove Bar became towards the very end, like, you know, little segment into the the story that we had a bad experience. We waited 18 minutes before we ever got served, um, never got an apology, and we weren't like looking like, where's our apology? We just wanted some communication. Never and, was acknowledged. Yeah, nothing. From manager to the server to everybody. The only person that like cared about us at that time was the hostess. Shout out to the hostess who helped us out because she saved, saved our trip. But literally after that experience... I've never wanted to leave the park and say, I just want to go home. I want to leave Disneyland. I'm not happy here. Yeah, it was that it was bad that of an bad. experience. And wow. I'm very patient. And I'll, you know, and I, as with 
a lot of the servers because I know if you get busy, you have all these different tables or things are not just going right. But you're in a theme park. Like, yeah, it we is, get it. It was bad. But it was, it was just, so yeah. bad. So I am looking forward, forward to the change. So then I could start off new slate, you know, new menu, new lounge. Hopefully everything runs smoothly and food will be better. It wouldn't be so like, oh, here's your nachos. Here's some cold lobster nachos. And you're like, hmm. That's I'm paying eighteen dollars for this, huh? <laughs> With a discount. <laughs> Do you think that part of the reason it got like that was because it was kind of a victim of its own success? Because, I mean, let's face it, Cove Bar has been there for such a long time, right. and it wasn't That's until true. Instagram where people started posting their secret drinks and the lobster nachos where it became almost this cult thing to go to Cove Bar if you're an annual pass right. holder to go get the lobster nachos. Well, if you're working for Disney or if Disney knows how popular it is, then they should make sure that it's always consistently good. That that if lobster nachos is their number one seller of all the menu, then that should be the most consistent thing on the menu. You know, it should be as easy as making a bowl of cereal, you know? Yeah. Like the restaurant I work at, our top dishes are always going to be consistently the same. No matter what day you go, whatever, what hour, you know. It's just going to always be consistent. Them. Yeah, no matter which chef is making it, consistency is key, you know? So, and that's what it could have been the downfall. I don't know, but I don't think that should be an excuse. You know, and it's mm. Disney. It's, they have so many people working. Like, why Why should that be an excuse, you know, for it? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that should be a reason for any restaurant. But, I mean, we we both know it happens, though, you know? Yeah. I totally get the consistency thing, too, because that's one of the things that, that's made McDonald's, like, the number one franchise when it comes to, like, burgers and fries, right? Because right. regardless of whether you're in California, in Texas, in New York, in Mexico, in China, in Africa, it doesn't matter where you go to McDonald's, a Big Mac will taste like a Big Mac, exactly. regardless of where you are. Right. You know, whereas uh, other restaurants, there is a variation. Like if you go to a Sonic, for instance, here in Anaheim or in Duarte versus a Sonic in Arizona, there's a different taste to the food. Right. Right. They don't taste the same. And uh, I, I see what you're talking about, the consistency thing. But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not... I'm not asking as, you know, this is something that you guys do where you work, but do you maybe know if like in the restaurant industry, there might be like this thing where uh, they come together and say, you know what, we need to stop having people come so much. Let's make this popular food item not so good so that we don't have this crazy flood of people. Yeah. At the restaurant I work at right now, we did that what? because one of our dishes was too popular and it was there was a it was a headache to make or we just didn't have enough space um to it but i for us we just took it off the menu i was know? gonna say then why why not just so take I it off the menu i wouldn't make it so bad where you know oh, like oh let's not put real let's do half and half half real lobster half imitation now it's not full lobster or make it smaller charge more mm. i mean Charging more, I mean, that's even, inevitable. That's even the chicken changed too, because before um, it was remember it was like a regular chicken, and then all of a sudden it became the same fajita chicken that they used oh, for the fajita. Right. It used to be a nice grilled chicken, right? Quesadilla fajita. 
So it was it it all changed towards the end. But then Disney does that too. They do it everywhere. <laughs> they change. History. Oh look, the sandwich but or the sandwich was really good. Let, let's change the bun. Totally different now. Who, where was that? Uh, Village House did that with our sandwiches. We love so much. Well, yeah, several yeah. did that. Do it. Village House did it for two sandwiches, and then uh, Tomorrowland mm-hmm. Terrace did it. The restaurant that's uh, in Tomorrowland, they did it with one their hamburger, and it t- it tasted totally different. I think the different. only place that I know of personally that listens to their customers or guests was probably Steakhouse Fifty Five. Mm, where yeah, they took away the regular French toast, and then they, I think they only had the stuffed. I mean, it was like a brick thick French toast with uh, cream anglaise or whatever. Yeah, um, sauce, and then they finally brought back their original French toast because it was so popular and it was always so good. That was always a, a menu item that you could always count on it to be the same um, every time you ordered wow. it. Nice. And good thing they brought it back. Very good. I don't have much variation at Steakhouse 55 because if we're ever going for breakfast, I always go with the Egg Benedict. <laughs> Shout out no, Eggs Benedict. Last time. Yeah, with Can a side of this? Eggs Benedict, remember? Oh my gosh. We need to just have a Podcateers foodie episode. Completely Disney food. Oh, that would be good. Okay. I'm down. I don't know about BJ. But... You know what would be great? <laughs> There's this couple... Uh, that I found out about recently that uh, I've I've actually thought about having on the podcast. And if they're listening, I hope you guys are listening. But uh, it's a couple in now living in Arizona, and they've started up a blog called Geeks Who Eat. So that's it's this couple who creates all these like nerdy plates. You know, they they're like I follow them on Instagram. Uh, their account is Geeks Who Eat, and they put together like I, I think one of the Disney things that they put together uh, had to do with like Groot, like all their dishes, like the pictures that they post That's look funny. super good, right? So maybe <laughs> we're actually looking at it right now. It's, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, like maybe they would want to come on and do like a foodie episode or where we talk about some of the Disney foods and some of the stuff that they do, you know, on their blog. Uh, recently, they were nominated for the Arizona Foothills Best Local Food Blog, you know, because mm. their oh, their nice. food is so good and they're so good at what they do. So, yeah, I mean, I I will extend an invitation out to them. I don't know what their schedule is like or you know what their wait. Do they go to Do they go to Disney a lot? Well, I think they used to live in California. I, I believe they Tasted lived in Southern Epcot. California and used to go all the time. But they ended up moving to Arizona. So I don't gotcha. know the whole story. Uh, they are friends of a friend. And that's how I was introduced to their Instagram account because we were talking about like nerdy food. And they said, oh, yeah, you know, my friends do this. And I thought, oh, my God, this is awesome. So I started following them. And now that you mentioned the foodie episode, I'm thinking like maybe that's a good episode to just have a whole bunch of us just talk about food. Because who doesn't like a good episode about food? <laughs> we can do it from either Disneyland or DCA or just different lands in Disneyland or quick service versus sit down. Oh, this is going to be a series. Yeah. That would be a good series. Like yeah. one for each type. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you guys just gave me an idea. Jot it down. <laughs> Put that in the notepad of ideas. Coming soon in 2018. Yeah. To the Parketeers near I'd- you. 
I like it. I was going to say, in all the new things opening up in downtown Disney, you know, Splitsville, yes. the Black Bar, is that what it is? With the burgers yep. and the milkshakes, and that's going to be so much fun. Where's that opening up? It's going to be Rest in Peace, where the Build-A-Bear and I think, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, oh my gosh, where the cars. Oh, and that, rides? Yeah, Chapel Hats. Well, called. the dress Ride shop. Ride Makers. There you go. I think it's going to be there, mm. around there somewhere. I, I'm not 100%. Hazen? I don't remember. Because that one, I, I think I don't think it's called Black Bar. I think it's called Black Tap. Black Tap. They, I was close. Yeah, I think it's called Black Tap. Black Tap. But I don't remember exactly where it's going to go. Um, it's in downtown Disney somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere in downtown Disney. I'm going to try to DJ. Uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly. Are you going to DJ AJ there? told me. She's like, hey, they, they do have DJs. I'm like, hmm, Saturday nights. Catch me at Splitsville. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. <laughs> We can all go bowling and go roller skating after. And roller we skating. Can eat Where are you going to roller sushi, skate? Sushi, bring your Benadryl, <laughs> Hazen. I love sushi. Like, you have no idea. I love sushi. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how this mixture of eating burgers, pizza, and sushi at Splitsville is going to be. Probably a better experience if you than a, like, golden horseshoe. Well, not golden horseshoe. Golden... Golden Corral. Yeah. <laughs> I like Golden Corral, you haters. <laughs> I like Golden Corral. I like their chocolate Ooh, fountain. I'm not a fan of uh, buffets. Anyway. Yeah. I love them. Go, go to... They're my best friend. <laughs> Unless it's in Vegas. Unless it's in Vegas, then those buffets are the bomb. Totally different episode. Because what happens in that episode stays in Vegas. that episode. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, I think that's a that's a good place to end this episode. Oh, did we even start? <laughs> we hit record. Dang, Maybe we need to start over. You are crazy. Oh. See. Okay. Time to go to bed. <laughs> good night. Just a group of friends talking about Disney. <laughs> so, any closing thoughts on Paradise Pier and a reopening as Pixar Pier, or anything else that's, you know, getting a facelift there? Um, I'm just excited to see what what their the Imagineers are going to do with it. Excited Woo! for new food. Yay. Again, for the foodie episodes. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's where we're going to end this episode. You've got me curious about it, and hopefully we can get some other guests, like we talked about, that are also into food. I think it'll be an interesting conversation. All right, so before we end the episode, I do want to remind you guys that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents, and for as little as $1 a month, you can become a fairy godparent of the podcast as well. But if you sign up for at least a $5 contribution monthly, you do get our exclusive fairy godparent button, and it's just a thank you from us for your monthly support. Uh, another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon, start your purchasing journey by going over to pocketeers.com slash Amazon. There you'll find the big Amazon button. And if you click it, it'll take you to Amazon using our special link. And we may get a small commission for any purchases that you make during that trip. So for everybody that's already using our link or any of the links in any of the blog posts that you guys see, thank you guys very much for that support. 
you guys are trying to find us on any of the social networks, we are at Podcateers. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. You guys, let's shoot out your social links. We are Disney for for the number two on Instagram, Twitter, and the YouTube. <laughs> what? You guys, you guys got any new vlogs coming up soon? The YouTube. Anything we um, should look, look out for? Actually, yes, we are in the process. We're almost done editing our first Walt Disney World trip in November or October. Um, nice. So we are slowly, slowly, like molasses, uh, editing all our videos. Uh, but we do want to thank all of our subscribers that hit us up and ask us, when is the next vlog going to come out? So we appreciate, uh, we greatly appreciate all the love and support that you guys have been, have shown us. Um, but yeah, one should come out wholly this week. So knock on wood. <laughs> We're going to at least try to uh, upload one vlog a week now. And hopefully we could get back up to two like we used to. All right, guys. Well, I want to say thank you for joining me today. It's super late. But uh, is there any last, any any final messages now that we started 2018 and now that Paradise Pier is officially closed or anything you guys want to say about you guys and how much you love hanging out with me? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Hazen, for letting us be a part of the podcast. The the best podcast in in Z world. I would um, like to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press, and <laughs> <laughs> it's only the best because of all you guys. Nobody wants to hear me. Cue the music. <laughs> Cue the music. talking too long. Get the uh, hook. The Golden Globes are on today, so um, no, we're just sure you're watching. Oh, congrats to Coco! Yes, way oh, to go, yeah. Disney! Congrats way to, to go, Pixar! Woo! Pixar awesome. is back on top. All right. I mean, they didn't really compete with anybody else. There's nobody really competing. That's hey, true. I mean, that's Ferdinand looked sad. cool. It's true. Did you watch Ferdinand? No. I mean, it's... no. I'll wait <laughs> until it's at the red box. Come on, you can't see. You, you can't oh, see John Cena, you couldn't see him. That's so yeah. I, I couldn't see him. I, I could see him <laughs> at the red box. Oh. Dang, savage. All right. And, and um, on that yeah, note. note Oh, he, yeah, keep, oh. dang, music is playing. He wants us to okay. move it along. No, nope. oh, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press. Um, thank you, Hazen and Podcateers, for having us on. Um, thank you to our parents. <laughs> our dogs, Dash and Violet. Without them, you know, um, we wouldn't be here today. <laughs> no, no. Real talk, though. Go. Yeah, it's always fun coming on and having a little uh, roundtable discussion here on Podcateers. And I'm really excited for more Team Boat Willie activities. I'm down, so sign me up. Woo! <laughs> I got the coffee. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> BJ I'm so will be there. I'm about it, BJ. Like, just yay, coffee. <laughs> Well, you're talking to the non-coffee drinker here. So you that drink means... coffee. Just anyway, you do. Anyhow, um, no, we're excited for Pixar Pier to 
be here in 2018, summer of 2018. Uh, what else is coming with everything? Paint the Nights coming back. When can yes, I this, this year again? we're months away. Oh, oh. I can't months wait for that. away. I can't wait. The for countdown that. begins. So yeah, the countdown begins. All the different new things coming in. Excited for it. So cannot wait. <laughs> All right. Well. I'm thankful for you guys, you know, being on here. I'm looking forward to having you guys on the podcast a lot more this year. And I'm looking to do, you know, some collaboration videos on YouTube because, you know, uh, I really want to ramp up our YouTube presence this year. And since you guys are YouTube veterans now, uh, I think that, yeah, I, I think you, I mean, look, considering how many videos you guys have under your belt versus how many videos we have under our belt, uh, I think it would be fun to do some collaborative videos and if we can get some other YouTubers. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to get some other YouTubers on the podcast, like other Disney YouTubers. I think that would be fun. Yeah. You know, just talk about their videos and talk about what, what their love for Disney is and all that yeah, stuff. But that's cool. What they focus on with their vlogs. Yeah, because, ev- I mean, everybody does it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. right? At least that's what you hope. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. So on that note... Here's to Beers, Cheers, and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Deuces. Bye. See you real soon.